This morning, we're learning new details from a revised indictment against Democratic New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez that accuses him of helping another foreign country, this time the nation of Qatar. Federal prosecutors say he accepted race car tickets and other bribes in exchange for using political clout to connect the Qatari royal family to a real estate investor and securing a major investment. Now, they point to the defendants attending a private event there, hosted by the government there back in 2021, after which the developer sent Menendez an email that depicted computer screen photos showing luxury watches worth up to $23,000 and asked him, quote, how about one of these? Last October, Menendez pleaded not guilty to charges of, quote, acting as an unregistered agent of the Egyptian government after he and his wife, Nadine, were accused of accepting bribes. The charges stemmed from a raid on the couple's home in September, where gold bars, cash, and a Mercedes-Benz were found. The superseding indictment also suggests that after that raid, the couple tried to cover up their actions and repay tens of thousands of dollars worth of bribes. That came in the form of payments for a home mortgage and towards that Mercedes-Benz. CNN's Lauren Fox joins us now live from Washington. Lauren, has there been any reaction on the Hill? I feel like it's been so divided between Republicans saying, gotta go, some Democrats saying, gotta go, and Chuck Schumer not saying anything at all. Yeah, I think there are a lot of questions right now, Phil, about how lawmakers are going to react when they return. And there are really two separate issues. One of the issues is whether or not Bob Menendez should actually stay in the United States Senate. And truly, he's the only person who is likely to make that decision. So far, he has said that he plans to stay. He has said that he has done nothing wrong. Meanwhile, you do have his Democratic colleagues, dozens of them saying that he should resign, and many of them really not letting that go, repeatedly pushing Senator Menendez to step aside, saying that his actions were inappropriate. You also have have a lot of questions about whether or not he should continue to be able to attend classified briefings. This is an issue that our colleague Manu Raju actually pressed Majority Leader Chuck Schumer about last month because there was that briefing on Ukraine. And Senator Schumer said that it was up to Senator Menendez to decide whether or not he should be attending those briefings, that he had the ability to attend them because he has a security clearance as a United States member of the Senate. So I think that there's a lot of questions right now about whether or not more scrutiny comes on Senator Menendez when they return next week on Capitol Hill. But so far, we have not heard any reaction to this latest superseding indictment from Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's office. All right, Lauren Fox, thanks so much. And back with us now, Jason Osborne, Lee Carter, and Christine Quinn. Um, look, I guess when you have another indictment that talks about gold bars, it just seems a little bit kind of old to some degree. I do want to read what Bob Menendez's attorney is saying in a statement. It says, quote, at all times, Senator Menendez acted entirely appropriately with respect to Qatar, Egypt, and the many other countries he routinely interacts with. The latest indictment only exposes the lengths to which these hostile prosecutors will go to poison the public before a trial even begins. Now, Look. yeah, Christine, the latest indictment, I think, is key <laughs> because in 2015, he was indicted for bribery and fraud at the time those yeah. charges were eventually dropped. So this, is it the final straw? Is And why does it, why do Democrats sound sort of helpless in saying he should go? Well, I, I, I hope this is the final straw because it, I can't imagine even more of this. It's not good for us Democrats to have, uh, a, you know, someone who's been in the Senate for so long having more and more and more. I think there's been a resounding call, particularly from New Jersey, if not from the United States Senate, that he needs to go. I mean, after the prior last uh, indictment, 
the governor came out like that. Cory Booker came out fairly quickly, so... Yet he persists. He does. He's, you know, a, a, a very arrogant guy who got away with it. And when you're a criminal and you've gotten away with it, you think you're going to get away with it again. And that's just the mentality. And I think it really, if he had any concern for himself, for his wife, for the United States Senate, he would step down today. I don't think that's going to happen. He's going to go down in an ugly way swinging. But I wish and hope he would step down today. I mean, that would be the obvious thing to do, although knowing Sarah Menendez, there's absolutely no chance he'll ever do it. I think the bigger question right now, particularly in the wake of what you saw with things like George Santos, is like, where's the majority leader? Is this all because it's a 51-49 Senate or not? And that, that I think, is the bigger outstanding question. I've thought about that in in the sense that this is different than the House, where the House, if you try to get just... Uh, Santos out, that reduced the Republican majority, mm-hmm. and you had to go through a special election and get the, in the Senate. It's, as soon as he's out, the governor appoints somebody. So there's not, it'd still be 51 49, because I don't see Murphy appointing a Republican right. there. Right. Yeah. But for the sake of the institution, I think he needs to step yeah. down. So the public, yeah. it all seems like congressional dysfunction. And, well, that's yes, true. absolutely. And let's not forget, more than 70% of New Jerseyans said after the first, the, la- the, first, the last indictment, uh, that he should go. And so I'm sure even more are going to say that now. And I think, you know, when you look at people's trust in federal government, only 4% say their pl- political system is working well. 16% trust the federal government to do the right thing. We need to see people doing the right thing. When you see something like this, Trump's arguments about a corrupt system that doesn't work for the American people just takes up steam. And gold bar is not good. Let me add one thing, because lawmakers are trying to show they're trying to function. House Speaker Mike Johnson's heading to the border with other Republican lawmakers um, while they're still fighting with the president about this money for the border package. So, um, first of all, how does this set up the policy fight ahead? Well, I think that immigration is going to become a huge centerpiece of this election. But can they show that they can do anything about it? Right. These are the guys who spent the last year doing nothing, nothing. And it's I mean, 75 percent of of Democrats are saying this is a huge issue. We see that we're seeing a huge shift in sentiment when you look at only 30 percent of people during uh, Trump's presidency supported the border wall. Now, 56% of Americans support a border wall. People want to see more action on immigration, and it's going to be a real issue for Democrats, and I think it's going to be a big problem for Joe Biden. Well, and I think Republicans here have done the smart thing, right? In years past, before they started transporting the migrants into other cities, they were having to deal with the brunt of it. And so the rest of the country was saying, well, that's kind of more your problem. It's not really an issue. But Texas is like, they spent 80, over $80 million transporting these migrants to cities that are now spending billions of dollars to take care of them. And Texas is sitting back and saying, see, this is what we would have had to handle. And it's playing to the base. At least Republicans in the the state level are trying to take care of the issue as best they can without the federal government involved. And look, you know, thinking about playing to the base, the cities that these migrants are being sent to, New York, Chicago, et cetera, that's the Democratic base. And although this shouldn't be about playing to the base, they may have a real backlash because they're going to be ginning up people in New York, Chicago, et cetera, who are mad that the they've been, federal government has abandoned urban America in the middle of this crisis. Yeah, there's no question. It's a, it's a huge issue in both the weeks ahead, but also leading into November, to your point. All right, Jason Lee, Christine, thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. It.